you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 55. Back with you once more, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Of course, don't forget to visit santos-threads.com, my clothing brand, of course. And um, don't forget to follow me on social media, Santos Thread Shop, Instagram, Santos Thread Shop, TikTok, and away we go. I'm here. I'm solo. I got a little miniature rant. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about two people right now that have been all the rage in the news right now. I want to talk about the basketball player, Kyrie Irving, and Kanye West, or Ye, as they call him as. Right now, these two guys, they are just, they can't get out of their own way. And I'm going to give you guys my take on them as far as what they've done lately as far as their stance on uh, their their anti-Semitism and the things that they've said lately and just the some of the things they've been doing lately. And, and I'm just going to give you guys my take on those things and a little more. And, of course, if you are watching on YouTube, the Santos Says Podcast uh, YouTube channel, please give it a like, comment, subscribe, everything. And away we go. So let's get it started on Kyrie Irving. Actually, no, 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 no. I want to start with Ye first because I feel like Ye was the guy who set this off. See, if it weren't for Ye making his comments on, quote, unquote, on social media saying he would, quote, unquote, go DEFCON 3 on the Jews, which was a horrible thing to say. If it weren't for him saying that, um, I do not think that Kyrie Irving would have been sharing uh, you know, footage of this video that was a book. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but obviously look into this book where Kyrie shares a link about this this uh, movie that's readily available on, it's a documentary type of movie thing that's readily available on Amazon called uh, From Hebrews to Negroes. And so it talks about the black Israelites and, and things like that, which there's a lot of truth to this to this uh, documentary. I, I got a chance to take a look at it. But the parts that he was sending were not very savory, right? And um, <clears throat> were, could be deemed as offensive. So, you know, Kanye would not, uh, excuse me, Kyrie would not be sharing this had it not been for Ye, you know, with his rhetoric talking about going DEFCOM 3 and, and with the Jews and all that. So what I want to say is the following about Ye. Let's start with Ye. You know, I I feel that Ye, as, obviously we know what's going on with him. He's been in the news. Um, he's willing to take plenty of interviews. And as soon as they stick a mic in front of him, he's going to say something stupid. That's what he does. Now, I've heard... All the things I'm going to get into the support of Ye and Kyrie, all that. I'm going to get into that because I'm I want to touch on that as well because there's a lot of stuff at play here. So Kanye West has been a guy who's been outspoken. Um, obviously, he's talked a lot about how he feels, his political views. Uh, a lot of times, he says things that may not make sense. Um, he says things that are very divisive and controversial. Uh, controversial which is fine. That's his prerogative. He can, I never dispute anybody's um, views as far as, as far as having the right to an opinion, having the right to have views. My point with him, and it's going to be the same thing with, with Kyrie Irving as well. 
you have a certain social responsibility. When you have a role, when you have achieved a certain status, a certain status of influence and power, your words mean something. Your actions mean something. And obviously, he's lost tons of sponsorships, Adidas, Balenciaga, Gap, um, all kinds of sponsorships, you name it. He's lost tons of them for one thing or the other. Obviously, with his latest things about, you know, the drink on uh, drink chance where he says all kinds of outlandish things. Obviously, I'm not going to repeat them, but a lot of things and, and most of them getting, you know, being disrespectful to the Jewish uh, and Jewish American communities. Right. Um, disparaging things, generalizations, all those things. And so those things can be hurtful. But when you have a platform, when you are someone who has achieved a lot, tons of things who, you know, Kanye, I, I considered him a musical genius. I was a big fan of Kanye, you know, full disclosure. I was a huge fan of Ye. Uh, I think he was a trendsetter. He was someone who had a great ear for music, uh, for fashion at one point in time until he decided to, you know, form his, base his fashion on, on, on hobos, you know, homeless people on the street and zombies. I mean, whatever to each its own, um, and insult everybody's intelligence with this stuff. But that's not here nor there. That's not even what this is about. This is about his influence. Obviously he is, you know, he, he was a billionaire. I don't know if he still is anymore, but a billionaire and somebody who had all this great influence. There's power in your words. There is power in your actions. Yay. There is people follow you. You are a trendsetter. You move the needle. Hell, this podcast is about you. So you obviously you gave me something to talk about, right? So yes, yay. You have been uh, successful and you have enjoyed the fruits of your labor, right? And, and, and you've enjoyed that. But with that comes a great deal of responsibility. Let's not lose sight of the fact that with that comes a great responsibility. You have to watch what you say and how you say it. I'm sorry. I don't care how much money, how much power, how much influence you have. Everybody can be checked. Everyone should be checked. It is the people who have the right to hold you responsible. And if you get out of line and if you get too big for your britches, and if you say something that alienates any segment of people or a lot, any sort of people whatsoever who could potentially be patrons of yours, people who can be customers, paying customers or people who are just anyone who that can be very offensive and harmful and generalizations that are rooted in bigotry because these generalizations are rooted in bigotry. Okay. Anytime you do that, you are no better than the people who you criticize for being racist against blacks. You are no better than that. Yes. I said that you are no better than people who are being racist towards you. One racist, one bigot, one prejudiced person going against another one doesn't make it right. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't make harsh generalizations either. Now I will say this. 
Some of the things that Ye talked about are true. There are too many people from the inner city, from the African-American communities. It's a mostly African-American uh, as far as uh, hip-hop artists, right? And, and, and to another degree, obviously, Latino and other minority groups. In minority communities, there have been many, many Jewish and Jewish American record label executives who have exploited and taken advantage of these artists. This is true, but it doesn't mean that you can put them all in one box. It's not fair to say label them all as such, that they are all exploiting young black artists. That's not right. That's not fair. Unfortunately, there are record label execs who aren't only Jewish, who are, a lot of them are white, all kinds of um, <clears throat> Europeans, right? Not just, you know, European Jew or American stuff like that. Like there's all kinds of, there's even black art, uh, executives who exploit other black artists. Let's be real. So it's not only them. So let's not make generalizations and say, they are exploiting every black artist and every black artist assigned to a Jew. That's not true. And I take exception with that. Now, mind you, full disclosure, I am not Jewish. Okay. I grew up a Catholic and a Christian. So uh, I grew up pretty confused with that. Um, I'm Latino. I'm Puerto Rican. I didn't grow up with that, but I, I'm very respectful and I am very, um, I am a champion for what is right. What is fair. I try to see things with an open lens and I try to be objective when it comes to people in general, not just my own people, right? Not just my Latino people, but everybody. I try to see things objectively. Okay. And so in this case, yay, you're wrong. Yay's wrong. You can't be, you can't be doing this. There's, there's a great deal of responsibility. And I don't think he understands that, that there is a great level of, of responsibility. There's power in your words. You have a platform. Every time somebody sticks a mic in front of your face, guess what? They're listening to what you're saying. They're recording you, bro. Like you need to be responsible. And I think it's a, it's, you're doing yourself and you're doing America a great disservice by making harsh statements, generalizations, and you're offending people. I don't think that is the right thing to do. You can be and I, I really believe this. You can be pro anything that you are without necessarily putting down another group of people. You don't have to. That's like myself being a Latino. I'm very pro Latino, pro minority, to be honest with you. I don't have to put down white people to get my point across. I don't have to put down Jews. I don't have to put down any group of people to, to get my point across. You understand? I don't need to do that. I do it with my actions. I do it with my ventures. I do it with my effort, what I do every day. I do it as a father. I do it as a husband. I do it as a person, being a good human. That's how I do it. And that's how you should do it too. Now, again, granted, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not, you know, I don't have all this money. I'm working on it with my empire, you know, with my empire, but But I'm working on it, right? So you don't want to ever alienate anyone when you are at a certain level because your voice carries power. You have power in what you say. 
Now, what about Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. Now, Kyrie Irving now, as we know, obviously, he didn't want to apologize for what he said, what he did. What he did was basically, in a nutshell, um, from this documentary called uh, From Hebrews to, to Negroes, which is on Amazon, he shared the link on his social media platform on uh, Twitter, and it went crazy. It caused a stir. It had a lot of very, I'm not going to repeat what was said in it, very harsh, um, offensive things to to Jewish people, uh, the Jewish communities uh, here and worldwide. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying um, there is some truth to this documentary. I do believe that there are there are a lot of elements, and I say this, I will say this, and um, because I, I I'll keep it real with you, there are elements of this documentary that are absolutely true. Um, there are elements of the documentary that are not false. There are elements of the documentary that are quite, quite honestly, that are very objectionable. So there is a there's a mixed bag in this. But the the problem is, the problem was not the documentary itself. The problem was the fact that Kyrie chose to share that part of the documentary, in, in essence, on his social media, which became a cosign. When you do that as a person in your platform, with in the stature that you with the stature that you have, it's a problem because you alienate people, you alien alienate patrons. You know, you, you can't do that. And it comes across as, yeah, like it shows that. Hey, maybe you are anti-Semitic, right? He says that he's not, and we have to take him at his word, but it just comes across the wrong way. Now, I know some people are going to say Santos, but what do you agree with from the film? I'll tell you, the most important element of all about the black Israelites, I do believe there is truth to that. I do believe that. Like that part, I do think there is a lot of truth to that. Now, I can't verify, I can't tell you, I was not there. I can't tell you what was there, what was not there. What I do know is that the original Hebrews are of color. That I could tell you. That is without an absolute, that isn't without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. The original Israelites were of color. Now, leave that alone. That's it. That's my religious part. But the point is, whether you believe this or not, you are entitled to believe what you want. The problem is when you are at a certain status, when you are a public figure, like it or not, Kyrie, you have to answer to the people because you, those people are the people who got you there. You think, now, I mean, not the only reason you're there, obviously, your skills, your talent got you there. But what I mean by got you there was they are part of the reason you are paid the lucrative salary that you're paid. You have the endorsements that you have because of all the tickets, because of the merchandise, because of the endorsements, because of all the eyeballs watching on TV. That is why you are a millionaire. So the reason you are a millionaire is part and parcel of the, the fact that you are a famous person. It's part, it comes with it. So because of that, unfortunately, fair or unfair, you're going to be held to a different standard because you are, everything is so public. So you have to be more cautious with what you share, with what you decide to say, etc., with what you post on social media. I'm not saying that Kyrie can't have a viewpoint. 
Hell, he said the world was flat. The earth was flat. I don't agree with that, but he can say that, right? That's his prerogative. Kyrie Irving, you think the world is flat? The earth is flat? Okay, who cares? That's way less damning than talk than sending that link that basically, you know, cast Jews in a terrible light. You know, because look, there are different kinds of Jews too. It's it's hard to just. Uh, but this this you know film in particular is is making white European Jews look all terrible and all bad, and that's not fair either. That's not fair to make those those um harsh generalizations because let's be honest Kyrie I'm sure you've accepted checks that Jews have signed okay I'm sure there have been some prominent you know Jewish and Jewish American people that have signed those checks and you had no problem cashing in those checks the same for yay I'm sure in the record industry yay you've signed plenty of checks where you had a Jew's name signature sign on those checks and i'm sure that didn't stop you that didn't preclude you from cashing those checks into your bank account so why the hypocrisy now that's what i'm saying be consistent as far as the hypocrisy let's talk about the nba this is about kyrie right now about kyrie and the hypocrisy so the nba you know, LeBron James, as soon as something happens, right? I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but LeBron, I'm going to tie it in. Watch, you see. I'm tying this in. LeBron James. LeBron James, as great as he is, he's a great person on the court and off the court. He speaks on a lot of issues that many basketball players before him wouldn't even have dreamed of speaking about, right? And I think to a certain degree, he should be commended for some of that, right? I think that's great. That's that's commendable. You're willing to put your your you know your ideologies, your reputation, and some business, right, on the line for your views. Where is LeBron James on this view? On this viewpoint, LeBron James has been the face of the league for years. I feel like LeBron James should have gone up to Kyrie and should have told him. Somebody should have stood up to this statement and say, look, we as a league do not support anti-Semitism because you know what you are by not saying anything about it. You're basically saying it's okay for Kyrie to feel this way. And again, I don't think there's an issue with him feeling this way. The issue was him putting it out. That's the issue. He can feel this way. He could feel however he wants to. When you, you know, when you have that prominent role when you are a prominent public figure and you have to answer to so many patrons you're selling tickets you're you're selling merch you're you're representing the league and your your team it's not just you Kyrie you have to answer to all of that so you have to be more careful because you can hurt a lot of people and in essence that's what's happening right now they are hurting a lot of Jewish American people and and maybe even Jewish people around the world and, and this is the problem. These things are hurtful. You know, uh, things in that in that video, like to, to assume, like just for an example of stuff that was said in the video, like to assume that, you know, to make the inference that the Holocaust didn't exist, that it didn't happen. That's shameful. You can't do that. You can't do that. Like you shouldn't speak on the plight of those people. You can't speak on that. You can't share that. um. 
You can't share those harmful links and, 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 and think it's okay. You know, and I guess what I'm talking about here is with the hypocrisy, you know, you can't do the whole black lives matters thing and, and anti-racism and discrimination only for when it's convenient, you know, just when it comes to African-Americans, but when it comes to other groups that it may not directly affect you, you're not down with it or you're not, you're not, um, um, shooting it down. Like you gotta be consistent, especially LeBron. LeBron, you got to be consistent when it comes to these things. You are the face of the league. LeBron should have told, should have made a statement and said, look, I'm not down with any of this. He has his own opinion. I don't support anti-Semitism, whatever. Now, I know LeBron doesn't have anything to do with it. So, but I'm just saying, I find it interesting how he speaks on other, you know, racism issues and stuff, but he doesn't speak on this. I think as a face of the league, he should have said something about it. I think other, or not him, another prominent, other prominent NBA players or coaches should have said something about it, but they won't because the NBA is just, the player has too much power. Like the player runs the whole league and everybody's afraid to, to, you know, to ruffle feathers when it comes to these players. You know, unfortunately that's kind of what the league has been. And so nobody will ruffle feathers. So lastly, on this last part here, I want to wrap this up by talking about the apologists. So I, I, I've come across a lot of yay and Kyrie apologists. This is for you guys, this part. So I understand when you see two individuals like yay and Kyrie, I, the talent, the success, um, the ability is so tantalizing. I mean, you see that the the talent just oozes out of these two individuals. You see two prominent black men who are American who have obtained so much success and the, by their own merit, by the by the, the fruits of their labor, on the strength of their talent, on the strength of the hard work that they've put in. Uh, all those things they've earned every cent that they've made in business and in, in their lives. And kudos to them for that. They have earned that. They have set exemplary examples in that regard. Obviously, no one's perfect. There's a lot of, everyone has their flaws. But what I'm saying is in that regard, they've set examples. Now, where they have lacked is being responsible. They have been irresponsible. They have been reckless. They have quite frankly been insensitive to other people around them. And I think what happens is when you get to a certain point of success and status, and you're told your whole life or, or for a lot of your adult life, how great you are, you believe it. You feel like you're beyond reproach. It's hard to, to be humbled. And I think these two individuals are the classic example of people who have the world, the whole world in the palm of their hands and have never been told no, whose egos are through the roof, who have earned everything they've gotten, right? They've got, they've become enormous. They are humongous. They are super talented, super successful, 
influential. And so anytime someone tries to push back on them or tell them, no, this is wrong, or stop them or say something to them that they don't agree with, they don't know how to handle it. They, they're like, wait, why? what do you mean I'm wrong? What do you mean this is anti-Semitic? But this is what I feel. And I feel like, no, no one is beyond reproach. And so there are a lot of people who are defending them based on their tantalizing talents and based on what they've accomplished. I say you have to be able to separate the two. I know it's very difficult. It's almost like it's it, it's not the same thing, but it's almost like trying to separate, you know, there's people who to this day defend R. Kelly, right? Who can still listen to R. Kelly. Don't listen to R. Kelly. As talented and great of an artist he was and songwriter, don't listen to R. Kelly. There's others who say, no, I can't listen to R. Kelly. There's a moral dilemma here. I can't listen to his music anymore, to each his own. I'm not saying which way is right or wrong. So it's similar to that. It's like, can you, can we as people, and I don't know the right answer, can we as people separate the two? Kyrie Irving, the great basketball player from Kyrie Irving, controversial, possibly anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Semite, offensive, reckless, uh, yay, musical genius, impresario, reckless, right wing, doesn't care what you think about him, controversial, loudmouth. That, that, inter that really is up to all of you. That's up to every individual. It's an individual thing. This is just my take. Me personally, I think I can separate the two. Um, I respect them for their talents, their gifts, what they've accomplished. I can't co-sign what they've done. I can't. And I feel like we should hold them responsible. It doesn't matter whether they are minorities or not. I come from, I am a minority myself. I am Latino. I am, you know... And I, I and I've seen both sides. I've seen whites, I've seen blacks, I've seen Latinos get behind them, and I've seen some that criticize them. See each its own. I I can't get behind these guys because I feel like anytime you are not mindful enough and you ignore people around you hurting other people, I can't get down with you. I can't support you. I, so for me personally, yes, I can separate the two in that. Yeah, I could listen to, you know, I could take a look and and go, oh, look, look at what Kyrie did. Oh, that's nice. I could say, hey, I give him credit for being talented, right? Or say, hey, you know, yay did this. Oh, that was good. I could give credit, but it's not like I'm going to be like, I, I got to get behind this guy. No, uh, makes you less likable, bro. And it's just what it is. And so my take is, you don't got to be an apologist. Don't be don't be a yay apologist just because. Just because you think you have to. You don't have to be a yay apologist. You don't have to be a Kyrie apologist. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. The NBA should hold yay uh should hold uh Kyrie Irving's feet to the fire. And you know what? Us in America, not only the Jewish community, we should hold yay's feet to the fire. He should have to answer Nobody is beyond reproach, and we should hold any and everybody accountable 
for their actions, period. And um, that was episode 55. Don't forget, follow me on social media. Uh, check out uh, the Santos Threads uh, website, santos-threads.com. And of course, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest. Peace.